0: Mics are live, guys. And since you guys don't really know what we're about to do exactly, and I've got you can see I have a four ramekin system here. Mm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, but this a episode ramekin. of Movie schmovie which uh-huh. is episode two seventeen. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh is is kind of a new format. We haven't tried this before. This is based on a suggestion from this guy right here named Ron. And he suggested it in a Facebook group between me and him and Steve. This, and I'm John. And that was graceful as hell, wasn't
1: it? <laughs> wow. That <laughs> <laughs> felt like that, like, what is it, the $10,000 pyramid or whatever that shit's yeah. called? Like, he's, uh, and I'm, uh, and you're. <laughs>
2: But yes,
0: Ronald suggested this idea for a game where we would be forced to come up with movie ideas based on a director and an actor and what kind of work might they do together. Mm -hmm. And then Ronald and I kicked that idea back and forth about what what would be the structure of the actual game. And then for the purposes of trying it out on an episode, I came up with a very low-tech version of this game. Now, I am calling this game, we might change it later, but I think for this version of the game, we're calling it the Schmovie Studios movie game. I like the that. Shmovie Studios movie game. Schmovie Studios. Schmovie Studios movie game. Yes. Yeah. And the premise of this game is that we <laughs> are the heads of Studios. So of is stu- us. Yeah. <laughs> He's is like,
2: He's like, how does this I rhythm he, how's yeah. the rhythm of this? Or the movie Schmovie Studios game. Schmovie yeah.
1: Studios movie game. Yeah. SM- SSMG. Yes. The Schmovie Studios Same movie go. game. Shmovie. Okay. Um, and the premise of it is we are the three heads mm-hmm. of Schmovie
0: Studios. As we should be. And we yes. are right now working on our slate. Mm -hmm. and we're meeting right now, Mm -hmm. and we're Mm -hmm. each going to be given a project. Okay. And then we will reconvene and pitch our projects to each other. Mm -hmm. Where's the
1: coffee station? (laughs) (laughs) And And where's my assistant? (laughs) We will also find
0: out what the fate of our project is in terms of how it goes forward from production to being released and everything else. So there's going to be a little bit of ingenuity involved in this. How are we knowing that, John? Are we actually making
1: these movies? There's
0: a fourth ramekin. Oh, sure. <laughs> like there's there's the ramekin of destiny that has scraps of paper in it, each of each of which describes the fate of a film. Oh yeah. wow! There's yeah. the uh, there's the ramekin of options, and this is sort of a little extra thing, not just a director and an actor, mm. but an extra requirement that is laid oh, on your project that might inspire a variable, you, if you will. okay? But it okay. might also put you into a corner. But you know, this is what happens when you're running a studio. You <laughs> right. gotta take chances. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there is an actor and a director's pile. Okay. So I don't know, Steve. Do you think your project is one where an actor is looking for a director to start a project? Or do you think this is one where you're working with a director and you're looking for oh, an geez. actor? So who do you want first?
1: Um, I'm going to go with a director first. All I'm right. looking for more of an auteur. And uh, I'll fill in the blanks after the fact. Right? <laughs> Reach in oh, there, pull crap. out a scrap
0: of paper. Who oh. is your auteur?
2: Motherfucker.
1: Miranda July. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: That's a weird one. Wow. And, and no offense to her. She's incredible. She's an incredible director. But right. that is a
1: Wow.
0: I will be working with Mr. Spike Lee. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All
1: right. Hot off of his cans win.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Mine is <laughs> Sofia Coppola. <laughs> That's an interesting one.
0: You good with Miranda July? Sure. I kind of like those ones. All right, so... I've seen
1: one of her movies. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you saw one of her movies, you know enough about her, I think, to know what she represents in right. terms of this ranking. She's a, Sure. She's sort of a quirky, out there indie director. right? All right, so now we're going to find out which actors we're working with. Steve, would you like to find out who did Miranda July team up with? Who did
2: she bring in? Oh, who was attractive? If it's not
1: Vin Diesel, I'd be pissed. <laughs> yeah. Sterling K. Brown. Oh, oh my God. Wow. That's a really
2: cool interesting. one. Interesting. Interesting.
0: Right. Damn. That's that's good interesting. One. I'm going to be working with Spike Lee and
1: Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a winning God. team right there.
2: <laughs> All right. So Sophia Coppola. They're gonna get along. With... So oh my well. God, Owen Wilson. <laughs> that's so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia Coppola, Owen Wilson, Owen Wilson. Okay.
0: All right. So I've got Spike Lee and Rob <laughs> Schneider. Yeah. All right. So now here is the. This is the extra requirement. This is something that's gonna make it maybe a little bit more difficult. But you know, maybe there's market research the studio's been looking at, and we know that this is this is something we want on our slate. Okay. Geez. So Steve, would you like to draw your yeah your complicating factor?
1: Gross out comedy. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So gross out comedy directed Mm. by Miranda July starring Sterling K. Brown. I will be working with Spike Lee and Rob Schneider on a film that has boundary pushing sexual content. (laughs) (laughs) Basically Deuce Bigelow 3. Yes,
2: (laughs) right. All right. It's taking me a while to grab this. Okay. All right. So Sofia Coppola, Owen Wilson gender flip remake of a classic film
0: <laughs> so in that case i guess that means you need to think of a classic film that stars a female lead and then gender flip it for mr wilson for owen wilson okay so here's the part where we break guys and we we think about what we want this project to be and we could take i guess as much time as we need to to think of a, a pitch okay oh boy boundary pushing sexual content
2: I got mine. So, Sophia Coppola, Owen Wilson, gender flipped remake of a classic film. So, I think that we're going back to the early 2000s. A cult classic known as Mean Girls, mm-hmm. except Mean Boys. Oh, Tina Fey's character will be played by Owen Wilson, Mr. Norbury. And it'll follow a group of teen men who, it, it, it'll really expose some of the sensitivities that men have that are seldom talked about, some of the insecurities that we have about body image, dating, in a modern setting. So social media, very heavy in social media, things like that. Sophia Coppola is perfect for this mm-hmm. because she does quirky shit. Yeah. So that's that's my idea. I like the idea. Mean so. boys. Mean boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now,
0: boundary pushing sexual content can mean a lot of things. <laughs> but in this case, I think Spike Lee is the type of director who might take on something at this point in his career that's a little bit off off mm. the beaten path, maybe has a little bit of magical realism in it. In this film, Rob Schneider plays a guy who wishes to have a bigger oh and <laughs> one day he wakes up and and he discovers that he can himself in the with his own Oh man. And he basically stops going out after that. Stops going into work. His his girlfriend doesn't see him anymore. His friends don't see him anymore. And his life falls apart over this kind of sex addiction that's based on making love to himself all the time. And the name of the film is He's Gotta Stop
1: It.
2: I love He's Gotta Stop It. I love that. Wow.
1: Man, that just fucked me up even more. <laughs>
0: I really think this is what Rob Schneider's career needs, though. Yeah.
2: He's got to stop it. I'd watch that. Amazon or, or Netflix?
1: <laughs> well, we don't know yet, actually. Oh, we'll yeah. see what the fates of these films okay, end up yeah, being. Yeah. I need some help, man. I, I'm not I'm not it, feel, I'm not. not feeling this pairing or this, what's the, this trio.
0: It's Sterling K. Brown working with
1: Miranda I think, July. I think the problem is Miranda July. Yeah. I, I'm having trouble... Okay.
0: Well, let's say she's
1: done Just all these going... quirky indie things, and she's ready to do something a little bit more different. mainstream. A little bit more mainstream. Mainstream. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Sterling can pretty much do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got the Predator coming out soon. Oh man. Um,
0: What's a gross thing that could be in a gross-out comedy that hasn't
1: been uh,
0: that's you know that's untapped as yet? I've got a guy f***ing himself with his own. D- uh, we could have two of those. I don't know if any studios ever had two of
1: those. Yeah, before. I don't. I don't know. It, it's, it might flood the marketplace. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, is the marketplace what you call Rob Schneider's
1: butthole? Yeah, yeah you don't want to flood that. <laughs> Only so much space. Uh, when you said Rob Schneider, I, I went to Deuce Bigelow. Oh. And when I thought gross-out comedy, I thought, why isn't there a movie about Deuce's pimp, TJ, played by Eddie Griffin? Oh. But maybe recast. That's or good. maybe Sterling is his new gigolo i like Ooh. that um i don't know though i mean what what's miranda bringing to this i mean
0: <laughs> i think she's bringing that that like she, you know what she's bringing probably john hawks probably somebody he's like he's coming that. to it's, the yeah, film with guy, yeah, B- yeah. In the film maybe this is one of these things where we're going to have to replace her with tony gilroy at some point <laughs> because it's just, A just be halfway through <laughs> <him this fire.
1: laughs> i don't know man I, I'm, I'm going in this direction I'm not sure of a title. Mm-hmm. Um, John Hawks has a place, obviously. He, yeah. Him and Sterling K. work together. He doesn't mm-hmm. know Sterling K. is a gigolo. Yeah. TJ keeps showing up at work, you know, dropping pieces of a sandwich all over the place, yeah. inappropriately. Um, but uh, what can I call it?
0: Maybe Sterling K. Brown's character is named Thrice Bigelow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: thrice yeah okay we can workshop that thrice bigelow thrice bigelow (laughs) male gigolo male gigolo Mm, maybe i don't know i'm having trouble with this man that's a hard one thrice bigelow the
0: new gigolo oh it's really ironic that we have a deuce bigelow spinoff and a rob schneider movie on our slate at the same time and they're Mm. not related why don't we go ahead and find out what the fates of these movies yeah yeah definitely. (laughs) the ramekin of destiny oh my
2: god man it's a hard one, man. You had a hard one. Is that one or two?
1: Is that one?
0: That's one. Okay. i folded it twice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you guys for the workshop help. Yeah. No problem. This is the highest grossing film ever made. Holy shit. Even adjusted for inflation. Also, it is vehemently detested by its own fan base. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's, that
1: makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Makes so people sense. that were like real true... Mm-hmm. Deuce fans <laughs> yeah. did not like thrice. the introduction of Thrice, <laughs> but Thrice Bigelow is officially the highest grossing film of all
0: time. Of all time. Yes. All right. Well. Then
1: They never knew they'd always need it Thrice.
2: Thrice. I'd watch that movie. Man. Well,
1: if you think about that, this is realistic, because This is. is Us was a huge launch pad for yeah. Sterling, and, and that crossover
2: right potential,
0: thrice. huge. Well, it's, I'm going to find out what happened to uh, He's Gotta Stop It.
2: I love that name.
0: This film mysteriously shelved for five years after a splashy festival run is still in limbo.
2: Damn. Damn.
1: You know what it was? It was thrice. thrice yeah. Thrice getting in the way of it. On the
2: schedule, we, we bit our own tail. Alright, so the fate of mean boys. Alright, so the production company's held up an illegal moral, morass? morass? Morass. Morass. Big fucking murder. The string of the onset murders. This film is never released. Damn. So there are murders involved in this there were, production. There was a
0: string of onset murders yeah. on the set of uh, what was it called again?
2: <laughs> mean mean boys, boys. Mean boys. So I guess the boys were really mean. But well, I don't know who other. got killed. Yeah. Oh, that, you know
0: what you did, Ronald? When you were casting the mean boys, you accidentally hired some actually mean boys.
2: Yeah, that killed the shit out of That each string other. of murders.
0: Yeah. Now, I got to say, this was not a great season for us. However. <laughs> He's really pulling his weight. Yeah. The highest grossing film of all time, I think, Schmovie Studios. Even adjusted
1: for inflation. Yeah. Even adjusted for inflation. But you know, it was to team effort, so you guys, yeah. you, d- you were all true. part of it. So the studio is still running. We're so good. Yeah. Okay, Thanks to Thrice. We can never forget. Thrice. It's our banner
0: film. <laughs> you know the way when, um, so when New great. Line went on to make Lord of the Rings, people mentioned this is the house that Freddy Krueger built? Yep. Mm. This is the house that Thrice Bigelow Whatever built. Whatever Oscars we see in our future.
2: <laughs> yeah. First of all, i come, I'd come like back to, to Thrice. I'd like to thank Thrice. <laughs> the real Gigolo. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, well, I'm going to say maybe this time we're going to start with some actors. Yeah, so exactly. Starting with some directors. Cool. So, Steve, let's see who you'll be working with. A lot of these actors come to us after the success of Thrice
1: Bigelow. As Steve Buscemi would. Ah! Oh, so
0: Buscemi, that's, that's a good, good one. one. All right.
2: Well, who
0: am I going to be working with? I'm going to be working with someone I've admired for a long time. Oh, Lupita Nyongo. Okay. No complaints. All
2: right. <laughs> David Allen Greer. <Graham. laughs> All right. For a movie. Okay. Yeah.
0: Now look at the talent we bring in and we,
2: we want to develop a movie. Steve
0: Buscemi, Lupita,
2: All right. and David Allen David Greer. Well,
0: which uh, director is going to be attracted to this mysterious, unnamed Steve Buscemi project that's just been announced at movie Studios?
1: Oh, Michael Bay! Michael Bay! We're re-teaming them up. Yeah, oh. it's been a bit since Armageddon. Yeah, uh, and whatever else they did together. But he's—we're really excited to be working together again.
0: All right, uh, I got to say, guys, I'm really proud to announce that this project with Lupita is going to be directed by Alejandro Jodorowsky. Oh wow! <laughs> Shit, that's a crazy one. That is. He already has a 7,000-page book that's got yeah. all the designs. Uh,
2: David Allen Greer movie led by Tyler Perry. So good. That's great. <laughs> yes.
1: That's money in the bank right that there. That's
2: money in the bank. <gasps> all
0: right, what's going to be our complicating factors this time?
1: Please let it be the world is ending. Just <laughs> one? Ooh, a major M. Night style twist. Ooh. I'm going to be working
0: with Lupita and Alejandro Yodorovsky on a film that is based on a cartoon character from television.
2: Oh, geez. Okay. All right. So it is a all-motion capture film directed by Tyler Perry, <laughs> it's starring digital. David Halle <laughs>
0: <laughs> So, guys, we are flush with cash after the success of Thrice Bigelow, so we really right. can't afford... We can afford some really
1: good motion capture. We got MoCat, We got animated. Yes, mm. based on an animated based, character. Oh, it's live action. Yes. Oh, live action. Okay. Well, no, it doesn't have to be. It just oh, has to be based. Okay. On. We have options. Yes, is what I'm saying. Mm. So
0: Lupita, I, the thing is, Lupita's been doing mocap before. Mm. I don't really want to hide her. Okay. I think I have an idea. I'm getting. I'm getting it.
2: <sighs> it's hard. And
1: you go into my hood. <laughs> Major M Night style twist. Am I dis, am I disclosing the twist? You should disclose the twist to you guys. Yes. I can trust you won't right. reveal yes. it online. This is
0: just being recorded for our archives. This is not uh, being public. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and start with mine this is this actually works out for me because i've had a long time this is kind of a passion project for me as well the Mm -hmm. cartoon character from television that we're going to be adapting into a film is the tricks rabbit and it's 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 long been an idea of mine that the tricks rabbit is a tragic character because those kids there's no good reason why those kids can't share the the cereal with him right Mm -hmm. he's going through this time and time again they say tricks are for kids silly rabbit they're basically being assholes to him. It was something even my my son, when he was three or four, he noticed. Like, why are those kids so mean to that rabbit? Mm-hmm. If I was one of those kids, I would I would help that rabbit. But no one is helping him. The tricks rabbit mm-hmm. he might be a little too into tricks, maybe he comes on a little too strong. Years go by, he's been seeing a therapist for a long time. <laughs> Lupita plays his therapist. Mm-hmm. It's come to the point in his journey where she believes he needs to go and confront each of the kids mm-hmm. who tortured him years ago and it's like a cross-country mission of revenge all right and she's with him both helping him and enabling him because maybe she's fallen in love with him i think mm. but she's also trying to save him from himself and stop him from going too far and inevitably he will find that kid who's going to push him too far a kid who's not repentant a kid who's not apologetic and the tricks rabbit might do something really dangerous so uh-huh. she's with him kind of like she's trying to defuse a bomb the whole time
2: okay so
0: that's the movie I'm picturing, and Alejandro just has some really crazy trippy visuals he wants to bring to it. Right. The thing is, the Trix Rabbit—he's addicted to tricks, and so he's going through withdrawals, and he's constantly having this reaction to sweets. So there's a lot of psychedelic imagery, and I think Alejandro is going to do a good job with that. Um, and the name of the movie is *House Tricks*. I like that. So yeah, there you go.
2: Um, so this is a crossover movie. Um, this takes place in the early '90s. Uh, Medea is actually an actor in Hollywood, actress, uh, I apologize, actress in Hollywood. Um, And one of her early movies is critiqued by men in film character Mm. David Allen Greer. Now, Medea hears that review, gets so angry that she wants to kill that person, and then she finds that this person isn't that bad after they meet and become friends but that, that that involves a lot of uh, murderous threats, um, purse hitting mm-hmm. from Medea, and lots of prayer in church.
0: You know, I actually just where, where do the mocap elements come into this?
2: This is all animated. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! It's like wild card. <laughs> all no animated. Mo-cap. But <laughs> Telegram's first animated film.
0: <laughs> I, but is it like a photorealistic mocap of him <laughs> as Medea and of David yes. Allen Greer as the guy Which from could have just been done <laughs> we could have
2: just been filmed normally. We're just burning money after the success <laughs> of Christ Bigelow. Money. This murder buddy, I like that. but they have dead eyes like uh, Polar Polar Express. <laughs> <laughs> the technology's not quite there yet. Well, yet. I'm thinking
0: it's a, it's a Tyler Perry movie, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm not saying anything against him, but surely he's not like a master of visual effects. So I would imagine whatever he would do with mocap would have kind of like a pleasant, kind of like uh, ramshackle quality. Yeah, to it, yeah. You know, so
2: <laughs> I like that. And what's it called? Did you say? Uh Medea on film, Madea which on is film. kind of a oh. men on film, Medea. Yep. How's it going over there,
1: Steve? I think I have an idea. Okay, okay. See what so you got. my film is called Engine Seventeen. Mm-hmm. Oh, and um, basically what we're trying to do—I've always wanted to reboot the film Backdraft. Ron Howard's Backdraft. Oh, wow! And I think Michael Bay's the guy I'm going to do it with. Oh, um, We can make the fires bigger, the action louder, mm-hmm. and the explosions even greater. Um, even bay Even bay And the best <laughs> part is that Steve, you know, he comes from a fire department career before he was an actor, so he can bring that oh, wow. to the role as, like, the elder statesman of the house. Mm-hmm. Like the that. film's called Engine 17, the house, the firehouse from Backdraft. Mm-hmm. Um, what we're doing is we're still solving a crime. There's these, there, there, there's these fires that continue to happen, what? much oh. like in Backdraft. Yeah. But the M. Night twist is that Steven. The the, the, the the Kurt Russell character from Backdraft, uh-huh. the, the, the hero of Backdraft, actually did not die in Backdraft. Oh. And this is all the same universe, same engine house. Mm-hmm. He's actually the one doing these fires for the, 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 the engine house and his family, burying him alive and letting his legend die. Wow. So he comes back. He never was dead. So his brother Brian went on and was this huge, heroic firefighter. <laughs> Meanwhile, Steven, he's just dead. Mm-hmm. He wasn't dead. He's alive. Damn. And he's setting fires. He's setting fires. He's an arsonist, mm-hmm. is what I I'm like saying. I like this. And Steve Buscemi is our new hero. He's kind of the elder statesman of the house. We have a couple other people in mind to cast in like the younger, yeah. more sexy roles. Because mm. you've got to have that in Bay films. There'd be a hot mm. girl in there as well. There has to be somebody <clears throat> that can have sex with Steve Buscemi watching. <laughs> or with Steve Buscemi on top of a fire engine. Yeah. While they're on a fire right. call. <laughs> we can explore those options. But... I, I just think it would really blow people's minds if, much like in Split, Bruce Willis shows up in the end. I yeah. mean, do you think people would be ready to see Kurt Russell show up people would fucking at faint. the end? I don't know. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> Here's what I love about this the movie studio slate so far that we've
0: seen, based on last season and this season, is that um, we seem to like these these properties that are crossovers and reboots. You know? We've got men on film, we've got Medea, we've got a whole Deuce Bigelow universe <laughs> yeah. building out.
1: John, i got two letters for you.
2: IP. The yeah, Bigelowverse. So,
0: honestly, the Bigelowverse has been good to movie Studios. So, let's see how our movies did. Did you have a name for Oh, Engine 17. Engine 17. Yeah, I like
2: that, man.
0: Let's see how our movies did. The wow. ramekin of destiny is yours, Steve.
1: Ah, <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man. What? This is a bummer. So, it almost seems like Bay kind of shot himself in the foot because it seems like he had his most critically beloved film to date, mm-hmm. but we didn't really do well at the box office. Uh, oh, so cri- good with critics, but no box office. Yeah, didn't. Well, Dang. much like a pain and gain kind of thing. Good movie, though. Great movie. After really his problems making
0: Dune, I really hope that Alejandro uh, had some success with this project. So I'm hoping that he and Lupita, so I could see those two making tons of movies together. <laughs> I hope so. All the creepy things he says comparing <laughs> women to oh, movies. And... I forgot about that. <clears throat> we'll see how, how's Trix, the story of the the Trix rabbit taking uh, a course of revenge therapy.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Ah, this is directed at me. It says, I die penniless, but the movie is a cult classic. Nice. (laughs) So I can dry my
2: tears on that. Cool. So a David Allen Greer-led Tyler Perry movie that is animated. What happens to this? (laughs) <laughs> Your film is dumped in January and then immediately forgotten forever. Wow, <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds on so th- brand. This
1: this round hasn't been great for no, us. This round hasn't been great <laughs> for us. Do you think we could do a quick round to hopefully rebound? We, we've got some critical love. We've got some cult classic <laughs> yeah. love. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it'll find an audience event- eventually. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Maybe we should do a round where we just kind of combine our forces. All right. Let's just oh. like, let's just each grab something and we'll just do it together. Oh yeah. Well, each that grab- Okay, so You I, pull the director, actor, well, Steve You, you still have the you got you you brought the biggest hit that we've ever had to the mm,
0: studio. Mm. So I'm gonna let you choose which of the three. Oh you,
2: man.
1: You. Uh I'll go with
0: actor. Alright. Well let's get us started with uh Actor. Alright, let's actually you know what? Don't say it. Let's I announce some quick won't. succession. I won't. You pick the director.
1: Right. I will pick don't announce it, Ronald. Don't announce it yet. We're going to... All right.
0: So our next project that hopefully is going to pull us out of the ditch that we've gotten into with our last yeah. of projects. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's going to be a biopic of a controversial
2: figure.
1: Interesting. Interesting.
2: Directed <laughs> by Quentin Tarantino. Oh. This is,
1: I, this is lining up perfect for us because <laughs> okay. our star is none other than John Goodman. Oh, oh shit. this could be exciting. Got John this. Goodman
0: with Tarantino playing a controversial historical figure.
2: Hmm. Oh I Oh
0: John Goodman is Harvey Weinstein. Holy fuck. Wait, 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 wait. Too soon? No. Not soon? Let's Not lean soon? into this. Okay, lean into
2: it. <laughs> Let's lean into this. I just
0: was thinking, who's a big man who's a controversial yeah. figure? And that's, mm. the first, that's the first thought I had. Well, Tarantino's got to have some crazy spin on this, though.
2: Yeah. He's, he knows yeah. the man personally. Right.
1: Is it just the story of a creep, or do we actually tell the story of the
0: rise of Weinstein?
2: How
1: far do we go back? Because do we need to yeah. cast? Can we, can we um, age Goodman down enough? I think Goodman with short
0: shorts and a little beanie on holding a lollipop Yeah, could play, <laughs> be... could play young Weinstein. I feel
2: like Harvey Weinstein's always looked 80. Yeah, so it's not. Yeah, it's not false. Yeah, you can like just remember Wienerville. You just have his Wienerville was a show on Nickelodeon where they had like little baby. Oh yes, yes. Large heads. They should do that for him. as a kid. So
0: we'll do it like Wienerville. We'll get we'll get (laughs) get Tarantino to do all the flashbacks like Wienerville. Yes.
2: And um, I kind of like the idea of it being like a, a. Assault revenge sort of film too where like his victims kind of figure out what What is it just becomes
1: so surreal that it starts at the beginning of the Me Too movement mm-hmm. and all this stuff and becomes more of that like revenge film. Revenge film. Do we rewrite how this could play out? Yeah.
0: I know this is strange coming from a studio that has put out a movie where a guy f- himself with his own
2: <laughs> but is this in poor taste? <laughs> it might be. I think I feel like we we painted ourselves into a corner.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, Tarantino seems like a guy who would bite off something. Oh, oh yeah. So maybe it's Certainly. like he killed Hitler. So I think yeah. he could have, you know, comeuppance for for Weinstein in the film. But is that in and of itself? Is it still in poor taste? Is it still too soon?
2: I don't think so. You don't think
0: so? It's not hashtag too soon?
2: No, I think I think there has to be some revenge.
0: What's it called? What does he call it? He's already making a movie called like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or something right now. Yes. So, this would not be called that
2: mm, the many ooh the, the the many, the many, I like it, yeah man. I like it the many. the many the many the many, like who's coming after him the many, the many he is victimized the many St- stu-, stu, stu studio <laughs> boss not. <on>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> be laughed a lot at that. Damn
1: it! it Maybe a title forthcoming. Oh, yeah, but c- working it- title is the many. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Because it could just be called like Weinstein.
2: It could be, but get Quentin Tarantino revenge aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, let's find out how it did. Oh shoot. Our In Poor Taste Weinstein biopic, directed by Quentin Tarantino, starring John Goodman. Netflix buys the film mm. and releases it secretly to virtually no fanfare. It will remain unclear if anyone has ever watched it. That's <laughs> One of the downsides of the Netflix yes, model. It so it kinda it kind of lost in the kind sauce. kind of bit us on the ass. But, but
1: it's kind of like a sweet move on Netflix's part to yeah. show, like, hey, he was the guy. Yeah. And now we're kind of the guy putting out his biopic. Yeah. That's true. You know, that platform. So what happens to Tarantino
0: that puts him in the position where Netflix is buying his next movie? Sounds like the troubled production, guys. It does. I mean, Tarantino got
1: himself caught up in a little bit of stuff himself. Yeah. Maybe it comes back up a little late in the production Maybe there's protests. Yeah.
0: I'm just glad that we don't have a recording revealing which of us was
1: the one that thought of this whole Weinstein angle. (laughs) It's a good thing it does not out Because it could be a real career ender. This could become like a two-person studio (laughs) right? if it got out. But we're good. Don't worry about it.
0: Well, guys, I want to say it's been fun running a movie studio with you here at Shmovie Studios and playing the Shmovie Studios movie game. Mm. See? It kind of rolls off once you know it. It's been a lot of fun. Why don't you group it like that?
2: <laughs> this is an interesting studio. We're going to have a, a, a great range of films mm-hmm. from a lot of great directors. There's probably people out there that want us to
0: get away from the Deuce Bigelow related projects.
1: And we will. And we will.
2: The verse yeah. In yeah. time. I like that. <laughs> We're trying to like get on this the little... best. The best
1: part, the, what you, you know, your, your analogy to New Line. That, yeah. That's yeah. really what we will become. Right. We'll, we'll have our Lord of the Rings one day. <laughs> okay? Just Juice give us some time. Thrice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. so yeah episode 217's done it's done we'll be we'll do this game again that was fun yeah. oh yeah uh, good movie, idea Ronald moviesmovie.com thank you facebook.com slash moviesmovie and whatever podcast service you choose to listen on, we should be there if you listen to us on any of those please re- uh, review it or rate it whatever you can do to help us let us know how we're doing and let people know that we're, I think we're pretty decent podcast. yeah you yeah know? yeah and we have a lot of fun doing it, so hopefully that comes off. So let us know, like, what you think, and and hopefully, or if there's ways we can improve it, you can let us know that too. Yeah, please. Um, Both as a podcast and as a movie studio. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, we're also taking submissions. It was still a working title, The Many. So if you have yes. ideas, if you yeah. want to, if you want to be included <laughs> in that possible controversy, mm-hmm. you know, let us know. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, and as always, you have made our day. Thanks. Bye.